Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. This. 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 Fight Disciples. It's Tuesday night, we're up the top of the tower, we are the Fight Disciples and we are back with an hour of the very best of Merseyside's greatest and brightest and all the very latest sports, fight sports news, boxing, MMA, the lot. This is where you get your weekly fix. Delighted to say, joining me in studio is one of my oldest mates in this game and one of the most successful fighters from this region of the world as well, Mr Martin Murray. Hello, How are you doing, my mate? Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm great. Thanks, yeah. Brilliant, mate. Very brilliant. Thanks, uh, let's, let's rattle through. British Commonwealth middleweight champion, four-time world title contender, the man who dropped Sergio Martinez twice but got robbed in Argentina. <laughs> the man, the man yeah. who beat up Felix, Felix Sturm in Germany but got a draw. Yeah. But we're still going. The party's yeah, still, still going, still my going. mate. Yeah, I'm, uh, you know, you know, I started off as a young... Well, I was quite old when I turned pro, it was before my 25th birthday, but, you know, I think I'm into my 12th year now, yeah, 27, 219, so my 12th year, and, you know, it seems like in blink of an eye, I'm a veteran now, so, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, still going, um, yeah, still feel physically good as well, you know, mentally, I was, uh, I was a bit flat last year, but, um, I've had a break this year, and started back the gym last week, and I'm, yeah, I'm feeling really good. Best I've felt in a while. I know after last year, after the, you fought Hassan and Dam in Manchester, um, in the aftermath of that, you kind of retired. You didn't yeah. officially retire, but you said, okay, well, I think that's me going to call it a day. Yeah. But it never felt like it was going to be the end. No, I never. I mean, for having the career that I've had, I, I wouldn't want to, you know, I said straight away, even though I, I kind of put out there, I spoke my manager and we said, no matter what, I was going to have one more fight. Because there was no way I was going out like that, but um, but yeah, last year was was a terrible year for me. Um, you know, I kind of trained majority of the year. Had the two, you know, I only had two fights in two seventeen. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I beat Gabrizado in Liverpool in two, uh, April, and then I was the reserve in the Super Eight at Super Middleweight. Yeah. Um, the World Boxing Super Series. The World Boxing Super Series. Yeah. I was reserving that, then I didn't fight again. I was with Matchroom then, but then the opportunity come for me to fight Billy Joe. Um, they tried to get it done before the Lemieux fight, but Golden Boy wouldn't step aside. So we went over there, but I was told that if he gets through that, I'd have the Billy Joe fight. So obviously he started 218, you know, with, you know, b- big ambitions, like, you know, world title there for me again. Uh, and so someone even I really rate Billy Joe, but I just thought my style was all wrong for him. But trained twice for that, didn't work out. Um, 
manage get the Garcia fight, come over with his world silver title in, in, in June, beat him, got that, and then, you know, ended up fighting in Dammit and it, yeah, which, you know, I, I look back at that fight, I had an off night, uh, but I still thought I won I the thought fight. you won it. Yeah, I yeah. said in the immediate after yeah. last, I thought you won I the mean, fight. I mean, yeah, but I did have an off night, but I still thought I won the fight by, you know, two rounds, a round, whatever, but, you know, they had a French judge there, um, obviously, and Dam's French had a French judge there who scored it in by six rounds. And you know, I look back, I, would, I, I never had a chance if that if that's how it was getting scored. But um, but yeah, I, I finished. I finished there. Yeah, like I said, it was a bad year. You know, we we all had a family all debut for like eighteen months. So I I only send these on Christmas Day. They left on the twentieth. They flew over to Hong Kong. We was on a um, Asia cruise. So the day after the fight, I flew over to Vietnam. And they were still at sea getting to there. So I only seen these Christmas Day. And then I ended up falling ill on the ship. I had a water infection. New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. I was on the medical room in, in ship. And it, it was just one of them. It was just, you know... You were lucky. You wanted to put if behind you. January yeah, every, the 1st couldn't come quickly I, Yeah, enough. I just thought, you know, for everything I put in last year, and, and this is, you know, what I get out of it. And there was just... I just never... You know, I've never really had a bit of luck. And, and that just topped off me last year. And I was just like, you know what? I'm, I'm done. I'm done. So I had a couple of months out. And like I said, he only went back to the gym last week properly. But I had a couple of months out where it just not immediately started the year where it was straight back in the gym training to get, you know, as fit as I possibly can thinking, when am I going to fight? Where am I going to fight? Who am I going to fight? You know, there's so much stress that comes with with being in, being in training. Um, you know, the, the diet and everything, the time away from your family. Just, just everything about it, and I thought, you know what? This is the first year since two thousand and eight when I started. The first year I started as a professional, to first fight under two seven, start to eight. This is the first year in eleven years where I started the year, putting myself under no stress, no expectation, nothing, and it did me a world of good. You know, I had a couple of months out, I, I, I had a proper chill, and then I thought, you know what? I wanna, I wanna fight again. So. I'm in the position now where I want to fight because cause I want to. You know, yeah. the the world title chase for me is gone, um, and I'm just I'm just fighting because I want to fight. You know, if if you know, I'm gonna I'm fighting on July twelfth in Liverpool. See how I feel in this fight. If I want to fight again, great. If I don't, great. If something comes up, great. If it doesn't, great. Do you know what I mean? I'm just gonna try try and enjoy it now. Wow, it's like. In, in- Incredible place to be in after such an illustrious t- career to be able to be in a position to go, you know what? I, I still enjoy it. I still, I yeah. still got a love for it, and yeah. I still want to. I still feel like I've got something because you've got nothing to prove to your fan base. You certainly got yeah. nothing to prove to your family. Yeah. So, have you? Do you feel like you got something to prove to yourself, or are you just doing it because no, you love it? No, I mean, like I said, uh, you know, I, I definitely still think there's there's a big fight in me. There's a big performance in me. Um, but I, I didn't, I wanted, like I said, have at least one more fight because I didn't want to go out on on the way I went out. And even though I thought I'd, I'd, I won the fight, it was still a, a bad performance from me and I didn't want to go out on a loss anyway. Mm-hmm. So, I've, you know, like I've got nothing proved, proved to anybody. And, you know, it's like this next fight is the first fight where all, all, I'm taking on the kids. You know, they're all out with me today and I'm going there and I'm just I'm just trying just gonna try and enjoy it a little bit more. I've looked back these few months off of it, they've given me time to like evaluate and go through everything and I've I've realised I didn't at the time but I realise now that 
I had an unhealthy obsession with winning a world, winning a world title. Right. It was unhealthy. It was like, oh, I'm chasing this, I'm chasing that. And I just thought, you know what? I've never really had a bit of luck in world title fights. I couldn't get a little bit of luck at home in my last fight. And I just thought, look for me in, in, in boxing, really. Yeah. I, you know, I don't really have it. So I'm not expecting anything now. And usually by doing that, things come, but that's what I'm doing now. I'm, I'm just boxing and I'm, I'm not, I'm not expecting anything. I want to go out there. I want to, I want to try and enjoy it. Not just the training side, but the actual fighting side of things as well. Yeah. Um, because like you said, and, and I believe, I believe it's true. I've got, I've got nothing, nothing to prove, but I want to fight because I want to fight and I know that I'm, I'm, I'm physically still okay to fight. You know, I've got so much more to give. Um, but last year I was I was just mentally drained. I think everything just got on top of me, and it was just one of them where uh, I needed a few months out. I've had it, and I feel great, and I'm ready to go. Great stuff. When you talk about <clears throat> having no luck in world title fights, and certainly having no luck with the judges in your last fight, how do you assimilate that in your mind? Did you put that that you know? Are you one of those guys that goes, "Well, it is what it is," that, or yeah. are you kind of like, "It's these are the cards I'm being dealt because of." Maybe because I did this when, as a younger yeah, man? Yeah, well, a bit of both, actually. It's funny you should say that because, um, you know, I'm a firm believer in everything happens for a reason. I'm a firm believer you read what you saw. Um, and I, maybe I think, well, this is my way um, of getting back for everything that went on in my past. That's what that, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. But I'm also one of them who can just say, oh, well, well it is what it is. Do you know what I mean? It's uh, you know you go back on on having luck in boxing. I've I've really not, but but when you when I really think about it, I have. You know, to be where I am now in this position in my life. You know, two thousand and six, I finished my last uh, prison term. Um, I, I never ever thought I'd be in this position. So I'm 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 really I'm really quite lucky. You know, I've got I've got my family. I've got me me three kids and my wife who we who I absolutely adore. I've got. Me, me, me family, you know, mum and dad's still alive. We've got a top, top group of mates, and life's good for me. It yeah. really is. And you know, I, I, I just don't expect anything now. I'm kind of happy with what I've got, and anything's anything now is like you know, just going to be a bonus. Just like a bonus. Yeah. Obviously, I've had you in the studio before. We talked extensively. That was when Sinner and Saint, your life story, your book, yeah. first came out and stuff. For anyone who who doesn't know Martin's past. Go away, listen to the old show, or or even better, go and buy the book. It's available, I think, still on Amazon. Um, a brilliant book. Tells you all about Martin's misdemeanors and his journey into boxing, of course. But was writing the book and doing the book, did that help you come to terms with... You no, know, because there must have been a period of life where you were embarrassed about Oh, youth. I still am. I still am. I mean, there's... It was like, you know, people's contacting me about the book and they were saying, I can't believe I've watched it for so many years. I never knew that you that you had this past, and it was kind of I had to go from I, I completely had to change my life, and I, I I had to shut that door on on my past life. So when I was going through the book, you know, going through my life story, when I'm like going back and thinking about how I was feeling then and talking about this person, met me old self. It was like I was talking about a, a different person. It was, uh, yeah, it was it was strange. It was. Uh, it was a it was a surreal feeling. Yeah. Um. But it's like I said. I I think 
everything happens for a reason. And I've never been a bad person. Um, you know, I've done some stupid things, but I've never been a bad person. I've always had a good heart. I've always tried to help people. And, you know, I, I look what I've got now. You know, these three who I'm here with now, my me, me kids, my me, me wife's at work today. Um, I look at what I've got. If all that wouldn't have happened... Yeah, so you don't regret anything don't, for that reason. I, I don't regret anything for that reason. But yeah. I But in the same breath, I am, a, I am ashamed and... Uh, embarrassed about what I've done but but the like I said I, I shut that door I did it when I, when I turned professional going back to that what I said about people contacting me uh, contacting me saying I watched a few years I didn't know that when I turned professional I didn't want to put it out there straight away that I had a criminal record yeah um, because you, you judged really straight away and I didn't want people judging me before they knew me so I, I kind of I've always kept it closed um but then I think as time's gone on, people realise that I'm, you know, I'm I'm not an idiot. I'm a decent person. So now they can kind of, I mean, but, but Paul's Zandon as well. The way they wrote the the way he wrote the book, he's done he, he's done, a, job, he's done yeah. a great job, and people can oversee the um, the bits in it where I'm I'm deeply, deeply embarrassed about and ashamed, and that's that's something that I'll never never be able be able to get rid of. Yeah. When you were writing at the book, did you think at the time about when Archie's old enough to pick the book up and read your story, or he's read it? He's read it already. Has yeah, he, yeah, yeah, he's read it, and uh, you know it was it was a funny one because I I didn't want him to. Yeah, I really didn't want him to read it. Of course. Um, was it weird, Archie? Was it like reading about somebody different, not like your dad? I can imagine. Yeah, it was. It was one of the girls haven't read it, but with Archie, I didn't because it was out and. Kids now at ten, they're, they're a lot more advanced than than we was at yeah. ten. If he doesn't read it, one of his classmates well, will probably that, read it. That was the thing, and I I did it once. Somebody in his school reading it or speaking to him about it, and him not knowing about it himself. So, you know, I kind of I I got the book. We sat down, we had a chat. I, I explained to him why, what was in it, um, why it was in it, and why I was giving it him, um, just so we could kind of understand, but. He's um, yeah, he's he's. I keep nothing from him. He's read it, and there was some bits he was laughing in there. Uh, <laughs> but but yeah, it was it was it was a tough one that because you know by having it out there and on paper, and then your son's read it and you're trying to tell your son, well, don't do this, don't do that, and yeah. and he looks back and says, well, you did this, you did that. Do you know what I mean? So it's hard, but I think it was definitely, definitely the right thing to do. The girls haven't read it yet. Yeah. No. I'm sure they're aware of the story. Yeah, yeah, they will. Of course. Oh, yeah, they, yeah, they will read it, but but they um, they kind of know now. Um, kind of just like like I've just said about about that. They can't. I'm dropping in little things like like years ago we used to take him see one of my mates who was away, one of my oldest best mates. And he was only younger with Archie's his godfather and he was going in seeing him and we used to tell him that he was he was going he's in army, mate, and that's what we used to tell him. So you do keep certain things away from him, but as Until time Yeah, as time goes on you know, you know when it's ready. But but uh, he, he never told me that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. He still thought he was in the army. I knew it is. Yeah, yeah. I knew it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but uh but yeah, it was um I've been dropping little things just just so they know because yeah. I don't want to you know I don't want to keep them um, 
keeping brand new and behind closed doors type thing. Yeah. Well, listen, it, it, it's your journey, it's your story, and you know, at the end of the day, you may not be sitting here today if everything in that book didn't happen in the well, sequence that it happened. There it. you go. Exactly. Exactly right. You listen to Fight Disciples on Radio City Talk. Martin Murray joins me in the studio. Don't go anywhere. Coming up after the break, we'll ask him about his last opponent and his latest performance against Liverpool's own Callum Smith, which went down at the weekend. You're listening to the Fight Disciples podcast. Welcome back to Fight Disciples on Radio City Talk. If you're just joining me, Martin Murray, four-time world title contender, still joins me in studio. And just during the break there, we were waxing lyrical about the performance of Liverpool's own Callum Smith at the weekend. Martin, I've got to get your take on this. He's someone else, him. He's, um... I can't, can't see anybody touch him at 168. You know, when, when, the, when the fight was made... I was a bit shocked to be honest with you. Um, the simple reason being when, when I fought in damn in December, you know I weighed in eleven six, he weighed in eleven three, so I thought he could make like middle him if he wanted to. Yeah. So then when it was announced with him, I thought, he, you know, he, he do, the, it's kind of me as well when I fought him, he he done it hard. And maybe that was where, I, you know, I was going forward. I was taking shots of him. I, a lot of it was on the, every now and again, it was an uppercut. But a lot of it was on my hands. He didn't hit me with much, but you couldn't feel him. Mm. So I, I thought there's, I just, there was no way that he, he, he was going to win that fight. He couldn't hurt Callum. Um, and obviously Callum being as big and as strong as an explosive as he is. Um, but just how... He, he, he just boxed perfect. He wanted to make a statement, and he did. And that that finishing shot, it was um, it was no surprise to me that 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 it went over that quick. Yeah, no surprise at all. But it was it was a great performance by him. Everybody raves with Callum about this signature catch left hook that he's got. Yeah, and everyone knows about it, but he still gets he them with it. it. He so still nails it with them. That's it. Just throws it so natural. Bang! It's just there. With a shot like that, Martin, is that just repetition or is that just something that he just he's just naturally got the body I, mechanics to throw? Yeah, that I just shot? think it, I think it's a bit of both, to be honest with you. Um, you know, he's like all the gyms in Liverpool. You know, just, just to name the Thunder, the, the Solly, the, but the, 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 there's loads of them. The, the pedigree and the schooling they get from from a young age, you know, it's bred in them, and, and it's just about throwing it. But it, the the way that he throws it, but he. he he gives himself the the range and the distance for get that right leverage on it to, to throw it as as well as he does. Um, but like I said, I, I just think it's a bit of both. It, it's from being taught from an early age um, and him just constantly doing it and just the size and sheer power of him as well. You know, the size is mental. You know, he's six two. He's taller than me. Yeah, and yet he gets down to one sixty eight. It, it just seems baffling. It, yeah, it's yeah. It, I I I can't understand how he does it because I mean I I struggle get down to middleweight and I'm big for the middle. Yeah, but size comparison to to me and him, he's a lot bigger at super middle than I am at, at middle, and I don't know how hard it is for me. But he does it, and he's, he 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 must do it well. Because he performs yeah. at one six eight, it's not like he gets in and you know he. I've never known him have an, have an off night. He don't have off nights, you know. He doesn't. It's not. It's not got to him where you think, oh, he's he's a bit weight drained there. He, you know, he looked a bit weak. He didn't, he didn't perform. He don't have have, have off nights and he performs <clears throat> every time at, at one six eight. So I, I think he does make the weight well. 
Don't ask me how, but, but I, I think it I, does. I spoke to him on this show live last week from New York, and um, you know, he said, obviously, inevitably, I'd like to move up to light heavyweight because I'd like to do what I want to do at 168 first and then move yeah. up. But if I, if I, if push comes to shove, I could be a career super middleweight. Yeah. I can do 168, and you think, how is he yeah. doing it? It's Fair phenomenal. Play. Yeah. In but, terms but of the thing is, it's working for him. Of course. All right. I mean, I, I mean, if I was in his position, and I'm pretty sure this is what he's going to do, he's going to clean up at 168, and then he's going to move up, you know, clean up the division, and then move up to to 175, and he'd be a good solid. Yeah. Light heavyweight as well. And you know, in in 18 months, two years time. The timing of moving up there could be perfect. That's yeah. when Kovalev could be two more years on the clock. Exactly. Could be on his way out. Yeah. It could be a perfect time. You know, you, you, you've you been in mid-Triple G. You've been in with the best guys. These are guys who are in the conversation in terms of Callum Smith now. You know, talking about potentially Canelo. Yeah. Triple G. You know, these are the guys. Uh, Danny Jacobs is talking about potentially moving up to face Callum Smith. How does he figure against against these guys from your weight division? I mean, I think... I think um, Danny Jacobs is a big middle, so I could see him moving up to 168. Golovkin, when I fought him four years ago, the, but he was different fighting than the, you know, the best I've ever fought. But he, Golovkin's not a massive middle. He's not a small middle either. He's just kind of suited round about, round about that size. Yeah. I think Canelo, Golovkin, I think there's... I don't think they'll be able to do what they've done with other fighters. What, like you know, what they'd be able to do to they won't be able to do that with Callum. Yeah, um, it's if different. It, if it's different, dropping Liam Smith with a body shot yeah. compared to Callum because you can't get close enough. Oh, there you go. And the thing what I about Callum as well, which I think shocks people certainly when he fought in New York at the weekend. I think it shocked a lot of the Americans. Is if for a big lad for a massive super middle. He fights really well on the inside. Oh, really good. That's, yeah. that's probably his strength, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, he does. He gives himself them room, uh, that room for get them shots off. But he, he's a complete all rounder. I mean, I, I'm obviously the Golovkin's the best I've ever fought. Big Golovkin fan. I think in his last fight against Canelo was the only time where I'd looked at him and thought he looks old. Yeah. Up until that, I, I didn't think he did. He'd, uh, he got robbed in the first fight. He, he, beat, got, he won he, the first yeah, fight. Yeah, he got robbed in the first fight. Me and I went out, scored. I thought he won the first fight. Me and I went out, scored the, scored the second. Watched it, mate, didn't we? Yeah. No no commentary. We both scored it. We had it a little bit different, but we both gave it Canelo by, by two. Yeah. Um, I thought Canelo got the got, got the second. Yeah. Um, but it was the first time I'd seen, seen Golovkin look old. Well, Canelo set the pace, didn't he? Yeah, Unlike the he first did. Fight. Canelo's not. Looking old, so so I think out of them two, I think the 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 it's mad saying this the easier fights out of Golovkin and Canelo, you know, there's, there's no easy in them, but uh, I think the easier one for Callum would be Golovkin, in my opinion, yeah, because I just think he's looking a, a little bit old. Um, but I think they're, they're the fights he needs to clear up at 168. Secure his legacy and then and then move on. Well, they're the names, aren't they? You yeah, know, they're they're the names in and around his weight division. Yeah, that 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 are gonna, you know, ultimately get him in top ten pound for pound. You yeah, know, yeah. most people's list think right now, you know, with performances like that, okay, he's a standout. But to break into that pound for pound list, yeah, a Canelo scalp a Triple G scalp, yeah. you've done it. Oh, you've got to be, you've got to be uh, you've got to be beating them type of fighters. But I, I, I'm. I, I just can't see how the only the only thing that worries me is wh- if he gets down for fighting these, 
because when Frampton fought last year it was the year before I think his first fight when he was with Jamie fought in Ireland went over and I think he, when he fought that Garcia mm-hmm. it was Canelo's mate one of you yeah. he was his manager or something I don't know and I think Canelo we, we had a picture ringside and he's not he, he's not big no I'm, I was bigger than him so that uh, so what I'm saying is Callum to him it's going to be it's going to be a huge size difference but the only thing I think when you get when you fight people like that that's when they start putting the rehydration clauses in and, and stuff like that in the contract, you know. So, um, he, if he does get them seven fights, he'll be doing everything that he can for him to favour favour Canelo if it happens. But um, I don't know. I know it's with that the zone, but there's Jacobs, obviously, they're, they're all with Matt Trum, aren't they? Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. What? I think it'll probably come down to Triple G's fight this weekend, the, this weekend against Rollins, yeah. and then depending on he, how he gets on, then they'll probably look at doing Canelo three. I would have thought in September, yeah, yeah, definitely, and then potentially yeah. Canelo goes back to super middle yeah. in May. Um, but you know, but I know there's been a lot of talk about Anfield, and it would be phenomenal. You know, we can see it out in the window for me. I mean, I can't, I can't, see, I can't see Canelo no, coming, coming to the over UK. here. No, um, and if if can if they do fight, and Canelo. Does beat Callum? I can't. It, it's one of them. You can never write Callum off, but Canelo, even though we're so small, he's absolute elite. Yeah, Canelo is by far the pound, pound for pound best. But is he going to fight Callum? And if he does, you know, is there going to be any clo- uh, rehydration clause and things like that? But will they beat him? You, you can never write Callum, Callum Smith off. No, absolutely. I've always not. been fighting just recently. <sighs> It's scary. You, well, this was you a, watching fights and, and and it's scary. Of course. Well, this you know co-main events under Anthony Joshua in New York. I don't care what you say. There's millions and millions of eyeballs yeah, on that yeah, fight, yeah. and as cool as Callum is, yeah. that must be going on inside him. Definitely. You know, you, you've been at you to yeah, Argentina yeah. and you fought the world pound for pound number one. Yeah. You know you fought Golovkin. Yeah. Pound for pound, guys. You know yourself. Those nights are the are when it all matters. That's yeah, when course. all the yeah. other work is towards that night to go. My stomach, that's doing butterflies. They've all got to fly in the right direction. They've got to be in this moment. Yeah. And you absolutely did that out in Argentina. Yeah. Callum just seems like, you know, a good friend of ours, Rocky Fielding. Yeah. Fights Canelo in New York. Whether the occasion got to him, whether he just froze in the moments, whether it it, it can be a multitude of things rather than just boxing. You know, if that fight happens at the Echo Arena, more than likely it's a completely different outcome. Not saying he wins, but it certainly doesn't go down the way it does. Yeah, yeah. But Callum, the way he performed in New York, how dominant he was. Yeah. You think, wow, his confidence level at the moment. He would get that's, in with Canelo and do what you did and yeah. go, he's not even big. That, that's the thing. It is a massive confidence. And he, and he's got, he's just got complete confidence in, in in his ability. You know, he's going in there. He said he wants to make a statement. And saying you're going to make a statement and doing it, completely different. Yep. You know, you look at Ndam, he's, he, he's dead easy to put over. He's been, you know, what you thought, Peter Quillen, he got put over six times. Yeah, um, put him over four times as well, David Lemieux. Yeah, David Lemieux. But he gets up. He's got a big heart. He's just dead chinny, but but but, but he gets up and he's a survivor. Mm-hmm. And he and he and he moves and he, and he just he's in there and he he gets up. He fights on. He's got a big heart. He's a survivor, but he just completely dismantled him. And like I said, saying you're going to make a statement and doing it two completely different things. But he went in there, cool as ice, and and just got the job done. And it was a great performance. Before um, before I sign off on New York, I just want to ask you about your take on on Anthony Joshua. I'm sure you were surprised, shocked, you know, like the rest of us. But yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, it was it was one of them, wasn't it? Um, 
There's a huge inquest now into whether his mind was right, whether they, should he change his coach, should he change his strength yeah. and conditioning coach, should this be changed, should that be changed? That, that always happens as soon as you you fall or fail. You'd always people always get looked around, you know, for for, for blame. But you know, I I didn't think this Ruiz was. I always said he was no pushover. I always said he was he was better than the Miller. It was a better fight than the Miller fight. Um, obviously he unreal hands and people are saying oh well he's got fast hands but he's got slow feet and and he, and he hasn't his feet weren't slow at all exactly mm. and I think his size makes you go it's easy to look at him and go well he's he's obese he's overweight yeah. so he must have bad feet but he hasn't yeah. had bad feet no he's very very agile but it, it was that was a perfect example I mean I love world title title belts being over here gives our fighter more opportunities so I'm sad to see it go but that was a perfect example of just never judge a book by its cover. Yeah. And anything can happen in boxing. We always say it, but anything can happen. And, and th- that that was just, that that was a big shock. You know, I knew he had a chance, but, I, you know, I, I, th- I thought that Joshua was going to do it. So, yeah, I was uh, I, I was shocked a little bit. But not surprised if that, that makes sense, you from, know. From a boxing fan perspective... Doesn't it make it better though? It makes it makes the sport better because yeah. someone threw a cat amongst the pigeons. Now. There you go. Yeah, Suddenly it's exactly. like he's over there, he's over there, and he's there. Well, How can we possibly bring well, them together? Well, now, well, it was it, it was it was Joshua, Tyson Fury, Wilder. Yeah, Dillian White, in my opinion, he's, he's just he's everybody's avoiding him. Yeah, that's what I think. He's been trying and trying and trying, and he's just not giving the fight. Is he mandatory now? I, 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 I'm pretty sure he's in a manager position yeah. uh, one of them I'm not sure which belt um, but it was them three and Dillian White chasing uh, chasing a big fight and now like you said Cat Monks of Pigeons there's, there's this Ruiz who it just changes the old dynamics of it doesn't it which, which I think it's great I think it gives more people chances more people opportunities and you know I'm, uh, I'm all, all for that yeah absolutely yeah stick with us you're listening to Fight Disciples on Radio City Talk more from Martin Murray after the break you're listening to the Fight Disciples podcast. Welcome back to Fight Disciples on Radio City Talk. Martin Murray, four-time world title contender, still joins me in the studio. Delighted to say, pressing on. Big things to come, hopefully, in the rest of 2019 and beyond. Well, maybe beyond, Martin. We're talking yeah. about first fight is back at the Liverpool Olympia. Yeah. That's a cracking card, by oh, the way. It's unreal. It's it's unreal. Un- yeah, I can't yeah. believe the names that uh, MTK keep adding I to know. that, Bill. It's, um, yeah, it doesn't, doesn't seem real, to be honest with you. There's a young kid who's making his debut on from St. Helens called Billy Potter. Okay. Um, and I was with Billy on Friday uh, getting our medical done, just helping him a little bit, like... And I was just telling him, you know, I kind of... My first fight, I kind of... It was... I saw that many... He was going to cancel the show because Michael Gomez got the... He was topping the bill, but Gomez got the calm fight, so we pulled out and he was going to cancel the show. Yeah. But I saw that many tickets that... Um, I essentially topped the bill on my first show, but it was it, it on my on my debut. But it was um, it was at Robin Park Arena in Wigan on a Sunday afternoon, and it was, you, your debut is a, a great feeling. But I was just saying, to, I was explaining to him what I, what I did on my debut and what he's doing on his debut. He's on this bill. It's an unreal bill, yeah. unreal. Obviously, um, he's fighting on it, um, but were it to have not fought at Olympia for years. So um, 
So yeah, I'm really, really looking forward to it. And, and so all my all my mates and all the supporters and that. You said earlier as well, all the kids are gonna go. Yeah, all What's the logic behind that? Because they've never been there, they've never been no, there well, with dad's well, box well, before. Well, no, when, I've actually been a few times, but when I when I fought in when I signed the Golden Gloves in 2014, when I when I uh, finished with that and promotions, I went to he was Rodney Burnham, cracking block. He's he was South Africa based in Johannesburg. And he got me a fight over there just for get me warmed up. And we went over, it was Easter 2014, so we all went over, had a little bit of a family holiday. Our Isla was, she wasn't even, she wasn't even one then. Um, obviously, these these were four, five years younger. So they was all babies, really. Yeah. But they come, but they didn't really understand it. it. Yeah, of course. Anyway, we went to Shaw. Uh, we went to White Collar Shaw the, the other month. My mate's got a gym um, down in... Uh, down in Wensbury was and he invited us all down and we went down there and the kids were there and they loved it. We just sat ringside on this table and they loved it and I just thought, you know what, it'd be just nice for them to come on a man, why why they can. Because yeah, you're yeah. not gonna box forever. Of course. Um but yeah, they're just um just taking all the kids and just gonna just gonna try and try and enjoy it and give them a night that they'll never forget. Absolutely, of course. I've been before. Oh she's been before. Which one? Which one did you go to? Um, I went. Uh, She's lying. <laughs> <laughs> she went, oh, I yeah, got Ah, oh, right, yeah, you did, you did. Yeah, the yeah, the gas fight. Yeah, that's, that's right. right yeah. Oh, it'd be all right. So, so it's your first one. Yeah, it's your Are you excited first one, to watch Daddy Box live? Yeah, she can't. Oh, wait, yeah. can you? Yeah, they usually go on my mum's and watch her. Well, because we all just get in her house and we just bring chairs and we just sit there. But Nanny Carol usually goes over Auntie Katie's or goes upstairs because she doesn't like him being. <laughs> oh, yeah, she your mum doesn't like punched. to watch. No, no. But if all we go Nanny Lizzie's and Nanny Lizzie's. I know. Like one at Nanny's. Thing. One at Nanny's you go, don't you? Oh, everything. <laughs> See, she, honestly, yeah. we've been doing this program. And I, I, I feel it. Desperate. Yeah, I feel it itching, itching, like trying to get in somewhere. She got in now, and you will not get her off. No, no. <laughs> Come on. Every t- every two minutes, one of the kids will just go up to Nanny Carol, just telling her what's happening. Oh, yeah. Oh, you give you updates. Yeah. yeah, I like it. So someone's gonna have to be on the phone to Nanny Carol this time, then, aren't you? Yeah, you yeah. You have to be on the phone telling her what's happening, what Dad's doing in the ring. Yeah. Is that gonna be your job? You want to take yeah, responsibility. Yeah, good. So yeah, just 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 that really. Yeah, just um, yeah. But even just even like the training side of things, you know, if kids are off school, uh, Gems at work, I've got them. I, years ago, even last year, even even last year, and all the years prior to that, if I was on the show, and I would, I'd be like, even though my fights only in six weeks time yeah and even though i'm I like i'm I'm fit and i'm i'm like in a good good position like weight wise and i'm fitness and all that i would they did off these are off go somewhere you know yeah. i'd have that train this morning these are about go somewhere while you're trained and then come here so everything's just a little bit more relaxed now you yeah. know it's about you're trying to pull the family in pull the family in part yeah. of it. especially from last year because we sacrificed a lot away from when i thought this year really just going to start involving them because sacrificed a lot going away when camps last year yeah. and I missed a lot of family time and that like I said that holiday at Christmas and New Year kind of like just 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 sealed it for me so I'm, I'm I'm kind of still fighting but getting these involved as much as I can yeah brilliant I love that um, 
obviously before we wind up I need to ask you about the one person that won't be involved and can't be involved anymore yeah. is, is Oliver and I know obviously your journey is such a huge huge influence on your entire life yeah. what's that going to be like walking to the ring knowing that he's no longer with us it's going to be hard mate sad um, just the past couple of fights he's not but um He's always been there though, hasn't he? Always been there, yeah. So since he's since he's passed now, it's um bad 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 times and it really is. Um struggled hard with it, mate. It's hard. Just have good days and bad days. It's it's bad, mate, but I've, that's a bit of a reason why I'm still fighting. I still can and I can still just keep his keep his memory living on a bit, you know what I mean? I've started training at his gym, started coaching out of there, um just coaching there once a week, just for now. Just kind of rebuild his gym a little bit. Me, Humphrey's brother, and uh, and Thomas, and it's uh, yeah, it's gonna be hard, mate. But it's it's been hard since he passed. I've, I've struggled, you know. It's been I was I was really close with Oliver. Yeah, I know. Really cl- close. He was like we was more than like a, a, a trainer and boxer. Do you know what I mean? He was he was like family. And he was like, like very much like a father figure to me. So and it was really, really, really close with him. So it's been, it's been hard. It's been hard, mate. I was there when he passed. Um, and obviously me, Jamie, Rocky, we've been there helping Sharon out and and just doing what we can. But it's just, it's just hard coming grips with him not, not being there, mate. It is. Well, just not at the end of a text message or a phone. That's call what I'm or... saying, mate. Yeah, it's 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 hard, it really is. You know, it's um, like I said, you just have good days and bad days. But he he taught me so much. You know, I was with him. I was with him like more or less ten years, like every day. You know, going back to that, what I just said, where I'd be in gym training. That's what I, that that's where I'd be with him. Um, and he taught me so much, and I. I I really do feel that I've got a lot to give after what he taught me. So I'm, um, I mean, I'm looking forward to getting into the training side of things because, like I said, he 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 taught me a hell of a lot, and I do believe I've got a lot to give. So it's it it's. I mean, I went to gym first time at gym last week on my own, and I went and opened up, and it was just me and there on my own, and and it was hard. I, I struggled. Soon as people come in, then it's a little bit different. But being in there in that environment where we spent so much time together, and he's not there, it's it, it's still not got. And I don't know if it ever will that it's got into me that he's gone. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? He's waiting for that voice. Yeah. That familiar voice all, to go out. All the time, yeah. But um, but yeah, mate. I mean, we're gonna gonna do him proud. Me, Jamie, Rocky. We're still gonna. Uh, me and Rocky still fight, and Jamie's doing him proud, doing what he, you know, a, a lot of. What Jamie does is dead like Oliver. You know, I, when when I was struck, I was struggling up in camp a couple of years ago, and I, Oliver was like one of them. He, he, this is the relationship we had, so it wasn't like where I'd I'd be struggling with training, and I'd be like, "Oh, I'm, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go and get a new coach." You know, we sat down there a chat. Oh, listen, man, really struggling with training here. Just come at Jamie; it, it's killing me. You know, and, and and he was like, "All right, all right, then we'll." Um, I tell you what, why why don't we do this? And then we started getting Jamie involved. Then 
and that's when Jamie started coming. He'd just come once a week helping me out, just for key, and it, and it was good. It was kept things fresh. But like Oliver had let me do a session with Jamie, and he he won't really speak. But then Jamie'd be right. I've been looking at this kid. Let's work on this, and it was exactly the way Oliver was doing stuff for me, or exactly the same as that. Um, so they're very very similar you know mm. Jamie now the way Jamie train, trains it and he sees things exactly they both see things exactly exactly the same way so um, I, I know Jamie's gonna Jamie learns a lot a lot of him like I did I know Jamie's obviously um, doing him proud now being being a trainer what a trainer he is yeah. as well by the way with him and Nigel it's some gym that VIP yeah. let me tell you but uh, and obviously me and Rocky fighting so it's important now that we just just keep his keep his legacy legacy living on Just th- do you think that's because I know you've got so much going on outside the ring anyway, but do you think ultimately that's where your, you know, post post career will be as a coach? Um, do you think you've got? Do you feel like you're a little bit responsible now to keep keep no. Oliver's teachings alive yeah. by passing it on to the I next d- generation? I, yeah, I do. If I'm honest, like I'd, I'd never really. This, we we knew Oliver was going to go. We we knew he was going to go eventually, but we just didn't expect it to be so quick. So literally, we, me me Jamie and Rocky went up. We went up two weeks before he passed and I'd sent him a couple of days before and he said, come up with you next time you come. He said, come up with your belts. And it seriously went, yeah. So me, Jamie and Rocky gone walking in. I phoned Jamie and Rocky. Got, I think we need to go and see him. And he'd been di- dipping a little bit. So when we went there, I thought it was going to be dipping even more. So when we went, we took our belts and he was like, you're right, all." And he was like, he was a character. He was like, I was tell you three walls in here like I'm gonna die. That's what he said, bless him. Anyway, that um we had a obviously top half an hour with him. And then um the he got out of hospital the week later and it was literally everything. He got let out on the Friday and he hated being in hospital. He he, he absolutely hated it. So when he got out on the Friday and he'd been in for about four weeks and he couldn't wait to get out, he got out and then on the Monday, he'd um, he was in that much pain. He has to go back. So literally from the Friday going out, and the Monday then getting back in, it was like he's going. So within the Friday going out, he was out. He was home. He was back. And the Friday after he he died, like so, it was um, yeah, it was it was even though we knew it was coming, it was still quick. But prior to that, I'd always you know when I kind of unofficially announced my retirement I was thinking oh what am I going to do even though I knew I would fight I still wanted kind of like train so I started doing a lot of PT work which is good for me but I never thought still thought about being a coach mm-hmm. but then all of a sudden you know all of a, all of a past and I, I, I just feel like it's me calling Yeah, do you know what I mean I, I really do um, Oliver's lad there Lerone he's, he's 17 He's um he's some talent, let me tell you. He, he's on unreal fights. He's all of a work with him, like from being two. Wow. He can literally do do everything. You know, he can switch, um, fight going forward, inside at range on his back foot. He he can literally do everything. Um. So obviously, there's um there's there's Lavon who's coming through now. So he's uh he's seventeen. So is he training that Jamie's or is he? No, well he's just. He, he does it, you know, with Tony, Tony Challoner. Yeah, of course. He yeah, did, yeah. yeah, they've got oh, like Joe a, Gallagher's academy. Yeah, yeah. So he's in that. So right. I think he's in that for a couple of years. Yeah. Um, he's finished his college course, but he's training every day. So obviously with a great coach with Tony. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell him that. And obviously come 
just just come to the gym when uh, whenever. But I'm uh, I'm just gonna obviously go every Friday. You know, mm-hmm. somewhere I can commit to going every Friday. And you know, he come down last week. He just started getting back into it. So he's obviously somebody who, who I'd, I'd I'd like to go through the uh, his, his career with if he wants me to. That is, um, but. Like like I said, I just think it's just important whether it's with Lerone, whether what he decides to do, whether it's with the fighters who's in the gym, whoever it is. If I, if I can just do me a little bit, just to keep his keep his name and his gym, his gym living on because he, Oliver lived for that gym. Yeah, he, he lived for gym. He lived for fighters. He was one of them where he didn't want to do interviews because he thought everything was about the fighters. Yeah, and honestly, he was like the amount of fighters who 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 he kind of. High profile fighters who people wanted him train him and get rid of all his other fighters in the gym and he just wouldn't do it. No. He you know, he was he, he was happy as much as training a journeyman as he was training an high flying fighter yeah. as long as they give him hundred percent and he he give you more and that's what he always gave him and, 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 and that's what he always give me and that's why we were so so close. We spent a lot of time um working with each other and like I said he, he taught me a lot and I think he, he's the way he read a game was was unreal and I just think I've got a lot of, I've got a lot to give yeah because of that and, and I want to give it and like I said I think it's my calling so I'm I'm I never thought I'd be a trainer if I'm honest but I'm I'm looking forward to the journey now of course and imagine the imagine the night when you get to walk to the ring with his son yeah fighting for a title just yeah. like his dad walked you to the ring That's four it, times yeah. in world I mean, title fights. If, if that happens, it'd be a dream come true for me. Because um, I, I said to him on his deathbed, I'll look after you. Um, Leron as much as, as possible, and I will. Yeah. Whether that's whether he wants me to train him or not, or whatever it is, I'll, I'll, I'll be there for him and I promise him that and I will. Absolutely. Listen, mate, thank you so much for coming into the studio. Pleasure, Very mate, much appreciated. Super excited to see what comes next. Can't wait for the the big show because I want to see the kids there. And don't forget, you're on the phone to Nan, aren't you? You're going to do na- running commentary for Nan at the fight. Oh, actually, they've asked me. Um, I forgot, I forgot, mate. I can't believe I've not mentioned this to you. They've asked me, will you go in the ring and sing? <gasps> wow, you've just you? sang live on the radio <laughs> and now you're going to sing in front of 1,600 people. Are oh, you? Yeah. Wow, X Factor Simon Cowell, here she comes. <laughs> Thanks again, Mart. Fight oh, Disciples cheers. on Radio City oh, Talk. Thanks, Catch me next week and get us all over social media at Fight Disciples. See you later. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, subscribe via iTunes.